0: You're an L nigga, though. I like your styles, huh? Thank you for tuning in to soul for thoughts Podcast. A weekly podcast where we discuss topics from music, politics, relationships, to issues that affect our black community. A very entertaining podcast. You won't be disappointed. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to soul for thoughts Podcast. A podcast where the discussion will rock your soul. It's uncensored and no topic is off limits. Such matters may be provocative and just downright offensive, but shit, at the end of the day, hey, we're just gonna tell it like it is. Me and you, your yeah, mama and your cousin too, tuning into Soul for Thoughts. Good vibes is what they call. Me and you. Young mama and your cousin, too. Tuning into Soul for Thoughts. Good vibes is what they call Slick Nation. What they do? What the business is? New week, new episode, but same old good time with your boy, Mr. S O U L F U L Thoughts. Slick P. Family, hope everyone. It's having a good week. If not, hakuna matata. No worries. It's the weekend. We're going to party, drink, chill, relax, meditate, or whatever it is you do to get in your zone. Catch a vibe and leave your problems behind you. As you all probably know, it's election year. You will hear lies and half-truths from every candidate. It's their job to sell you on why you should vote for them. For example, I seen what Bernie Sanders said he would legalize marijuana and that he would try to erase all student loan debt. How, Sway? How? I understand that student loan debt is crippling a lot of Americans. United States is one of the wealthiest countries in the world And many Americans are in debt due to outrageous student loans. Student loan debt has surpassed a total of $1.5 trillion. That's insane. But student loan debt is also the number one asset of the U.S. government. Which means I don't see them eliminating that anytime soon. A lot of Americans don't even have faith in the voting system there are numerous reasons why which I named a few on past episodes they would try to convince you to stay out the lines and don't vote saying your vote doesn't count the system is flawed and sometimes the integrity of the voting process is not upheld especially in the presidential election with the Electoral College and there's the notion that no matter who gets elected president There are higher elites pulling the strings behind the scenes. Presidents are just the puppets. And if you understand how the Federal Reserve and the government operates, then it's easy to see that the banking system has more power than the government. But besides the presidential election, there are many other things to vote for which I believe your vote does count. It starts with your local elections of the governor, Senators and House of Representatives. Take Trump's impeachment, for example. He was impeached through the House of Representatives. Democrats control the House. He was acquitted by the Senate, which is controlled by the Republicans. So don't just regard voting as a whole. You can make a change. The ballots also have other topics to vote on in your Pacific area, such as school zoning, legalizing marijuana. I know that topic is big for a lot of people. So, if you want to start to see change, then I encourage you all to get out there to register to vote. Update any information if you have moved and find out your poll site and find out the voting rules. They are always changing trying to make it harder for us to vote. Another big issue outside of voting is the 2020 census. Listen, my people, stop dodging these folks when they show up at your door or call you on the phone. I don't know if people still do it, but I remember back in the day, there were two groups of people that you try to avoid besides the police. The Jehovah's Witnesses and the census people. They ain't want a white man in their business. The truth is, you offer more information to cell phone companies, Amazon, and etc. than you will by doing the census. The ones who are on government assistance fear that doing the census will unveil the amount of people who actually stayed in the residence versus who they put on their paperwork. That is a myth. They cannot use the census to report anything that will stop you from receiving your benefits. Let me say that again, they cannot use the census to report anything that would stop you from receiving your benefits. The census counts the population in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and the five US territories. The census provides data that lawmakers, business owners, and teachers use to provide services. The census determines the number of seats each state will have in the U.S. House of Representatives, and they are used to draw congressional and state legislative districts. The government allocates billions of dollars each year to fund hospitals, schools, roads, and other resources based on the census data. So, if you have issues with your child's school being underfunded, or the classrooms are too packed, Maybe if you have issues with roads not being repaired, there's not enough programs for people with health problems, the sanitation in your area is bad, and it probably has to do with the federal funds coming into your area. If the government doesn't know the actual amount of people in your area, then how can they properly find it? The census is only done every 10 years. So, the results of the census will affect you and your family for the next 10 years. So, it's very important that each and every one of you fill out a census form. Not only fill it out, but be truthful. Once you receive an invitation to participate in the 2020 census, you can respond to it by mail, online, or by phone. If you want to apply, you can call 1 8 555622020 and select option three. When prompted, you need to enter your zip code to be transferred to your area census office. I want to acknowledge LeBron James for the amazing work he is continuing to do in the community. He is in the inaugural I Promise class at Kent State University a class that consists of almost 200 kids. And I'm sure there are academic standards in which the kids have to meet to qualify, but this is just incredible. They will receive free four-year tuition and also one for a three-year room and board. I was never a LeBron fan when he played with Miami and Cleveland, but I always respected him for what he did off the court. Like he always say, it's bigger than basketball. He is giving kids opportunities that wouldn't be available if not for him. I salute him to the fullest. Another trending topic this week has been the Netflix documentary of Malcolm X's assassination called Who Killed Malcolm X? This documentary gives some brief background of Malcolm X leading up to his assassination. It gives details of the assassination including different testimonies from former Nation of Islam members, retired police officers, witness that was at the ballroom the day of the murder, and a few more. If you aren't familiar with the assassination of Malcolm X, allow me to give you a quick rundown. The year of his assassination, Malcolm had parted ways from the Nation of Islam in the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It was said that many members of the Nation of Islam, including Elijah Muhammad himself, Became jealous of Makamet's fame and his popularity. The expansion of the nation of Islam at that time was due to the work put in by Makamet. But when Makamet came back from his trip to Malcolm, his views on race relations had changed. He saw white and black Muslims worshipping together. He didn't feel any antagonism against whites, and he didn't sense any from them against him. When he was in Mecca. His views didn't align with the nation. So there was a split. My commits went on to form a black nationalist organization called the Organization of Afro-American Unity. It was a pan-Africanist organization. The organization was to promote cooperation among Africans and people of African descent, regardless of your religious beliefs. So like I said, Michael Metz announced his break from the Nation of Islam in 1964, and almost a year later, in 1965, he was killed at the Audubon Ballroom. Michael was set to give a speech about the firebombing of his home a week prior. Michael had been getting threats on his life, so he had everybody on high alert. Even the guests that were supposed to speak um, at the rally with him didn't even show up. Malcolm associates tried to talk him out of giving the speech, but Malcolm was set on giving the speech regardless of the death threats. Police was light at the ballroom the day of his speech, and usually the police was heavy for event at the Audubon ballroom, but not this day. Reports said there was two uniformed police officers positioned away from where Malcolm was giving the speech. And as Malcolm was doing his introduction, a commotion broke out, getting the attention of the audience. And then several men began to let numerous shouts off at Malcolm X. Three guys was eventually caught and charged with the crime, all affiliated with the nation of Islam. But two of the men were innocent. Even though these two men wasn't even at the rally, they were still charged and served 20 years in prison. One died and one is still alive. He also spoke in a Netflix documentary. The third guy, who actually had something to do with the murder, told police officers and the judge that these men were innocent, but the police department wanted to quit trial, so they disregarded the statement. The third guy, whose name was Tamitz Hayer, filed an affidavit naming four members of a New Jersey mosque, also Nation of Islam members, that was his partners in the murder of Malcolm X. Malcolm Lawyer moved to reopen the case, but it was denied. The documentary pretty much gives this account, just as I gave it, and tries to identify the other men or who all played a part in the assassination of Malcolm X. I recommend everyone go check it out. It's a real good documentary. Before getting into today's topic, I want to take a minute to give my opinion on the Dwayne Wade and his son topic. This was a big topic that was discussed widely across social media. Many people had opinions on both sides. Many supported what D-Wade was doing and supporting his child no matter what. And others had issues with it. Not necessarily with him supporting his child. At least I hope not. But about the representation it shows other black young boys. I don't have a problem with people's sexual orientation because for one, it's none of my business. I would get the same respect that I expect. But I do have an issue with promoting of black boys as girls. There were people saying at least he felt comfortable enough to tell his father instead of going through life not being who he truly is. And they are right. It is good that they have a relationship where the child can go to the parent and talk about whatever. But this whole transgender thing is just not natural. You were born who you were supposed to be. The creator didn't make any mistakes with you. People are the same. They was born gay or they was born to be the opposite sex. But those same people, when told a person is born racist, would completely disagree they would say racism is taught and I agree and I also agree so is being gay again I don't have a problem with someone who chooses that lifestyle I'm just giving my views whether it's right or wrong I'm against anything that dismasculates the black boy or man what's crazy is folks are mad that people are against it Insinuating that we think D. Wade is a bad father or wrong. And that's far from the truth. I salute D. Wade for being the supportive and going all out to show his son he loves him no matter what. But also you can love your child and not agree or condone the choices they make. People are trying to make it all or nothing like If you don't condone those lifestyle for your child, then you don't love your child or you're not as a great parent as D. Wade. That's bullshit. I'm sure it's things y'all don't agree with as well. Y'all can't be mad or try to make people accept shit that y'all accept. Then I seen a few people say the world is changing. Again, correct. But just because the world is changing doesn't mean it's changing for the better. In the words of Tupac, Babylon beware. Since this is Valentine's Day, I wanna do a show about love, and give y'all slick valentine do's and don'ts. Valentine's Day has a dark history, but I won't get into all that. But instead, I will talk about what the day has turned into besides a corporation money heist. The day of love and romance. It's kind of weird to think about it in that context since everyday should be about love and romance, right? But February the 14th is the day Cupid shoots his arrow and everybody is in a state of bliss. Well, maybe not everybody, mostly everybody. I remember growing up, Valentine's was an exciting day for a kid. We had parties, you received sweet cards with candy, and you got to flirt with your crush. As we got older, Valentine's still was a good day because you still exchanged gifts with your Valentine. You went on nice romantic dates. And depending on how the night went, you knew it would end real well. Ain't that right, fellas? (laughs) But now, as we have gotten older, I see people say Valentine's is a woman's holiday or Men shouldn't receive gifts on valentines. Where did this nonsense come from? When did it become just about women? I thought that it was about love and romance. So, only men are supposed to show love and romance, not women? Or, only women are supposed to receive love and romance? I'm confused. I don't get it. Men like to feel loved and appreciated as well. I don't want to hear we have Father's Day because some men are not fathers and plus that's the least celebrated holiday. Everybody know that. And now some women are taking that away from us. I know y'all see the posts on social media when women say they're the mama and the daddy and then her friends get on the post commenting you do a good job girl happy father's day (laughs) no 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 no, no, it don't work like that just because you have to play both roles doesn't make you a father you're just an amazing ass mother but back to valentines that's a day for two people or three if you get down like that to show love to each other not just one showing love but both showing love I'm not saying men should expect gifts but if a woman do decide to give her man something then there's nothing wrong with that I guess that's why there are so many dysfunctional relationships y'all don't know how to love or how to receive love but again you don't have to wait until Valentine's to show love it should be an everyday thing it should be a habit Sending her flowers just because. Sending sweet messages throughout the day to let each other know that you're thinking about them. You know, the small things that make a difference. Man, if you know your lady has had a long day at work, and she needed to relax, then helping her out around the house to take the load off is showing her love. Running her a bubble bath. Giving her a massage. Just paying attention to her. Ladies, the same with y'all. Show him the same love and appreciation. And It don't take much to please us. Y'all know what we want. Y'all know what we want. (laughs) Get down or lay down. (laughs) I'm just playing, but we are simple. Love is spiritual. It's not forced. It's a natural connection between two people. Y'all feed off each other. Y'all are each other's strength. Y'all are aligned. Y'all share this energy that only the two of you can feel. Love is unconditional. So, Valentine's is just not about a day for women, it's a day for lovers. Now to get into the do's and don'ts on this here day. Here he, here he. The first don't. Don't let Valentine's Day define your relationship. Some people get upset because they don't feel like their partner went all out for them on Valentine's. Gifts is not the only way to show love. I already mentioned this holiday is like Christmas a corporation cash heist I don't know why people feel like the more money a person spends on them that means the more they love them that's insane social media has made it worse before social media you probably compared what you got to people in your area and everybody in that particular area pretty much got the same stuff but now with social media You can compare yourself with people all over the world. Women be like, look baby, I say bought Cardi a Range Rover for Valentine's. Russell Wilson gave Sierra a 20-carat diamond ring. Jay-Z bought Beyonce a island. (laughs) Meanwhile, her man shows up with a basket from in front of the gas station and a bottle of Stella Rose. Now he don't love you because he's not a millionaire or a billionaire. <laughs> don't let this day define your relationship. Love yours. This leads me to the second don't. Don't spend above your means. Don't spend above your means. I know some pockets are a little chunky right now, seeming as it's tax time, but don't blow your refund on liabilities. If anything, blow it on something that's going to make both of y'all more money. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Do what you can afford. Don't get in debt for one day. You still got to live tomorrow and so on. And if they love you, they will not pressure you to do so. So think. So think about why they love you. Are you beneficial or beneficial? ladies and some men don't fall for the oh I gotta work tonight line we'll celebrate tomorrow or something came up tonight can we celebrate for lunch a family member is not in the hospital they didn't fall asleep and the trap is not jumping they're lying they got another valentine Now normally I wouldn't say nothing. Because I I don't do that type of stuff. I wouldn't tell y'all this if it wasn't family. I'm trying to look out for my people. The last don't is probably for the single listeners. Don't feel bad for not having someone to spend Valentine's with. It's just another day. Valentine's shouldn't define a relationship. It shouldn't define who you are either. So Don't mope around or post anti-Valentine's posts on social media. Your day is coming. Love is on the way. But in the meantime, just remember how great you are and love yourself. No love is greater than self-love. Now on to the do's. The first do. If there is something that you want to try with your partner that you never got around to... This might be the day you want to bring all the tricks out the bag. After all, it is a day of love and romance. Just make sure it's not too much for your partner. You don't want to scare them off. Do two. Be creative and spontaneous. People like to be surprised. They like to feel like you put thought into the gift and into the date. So do something like the ordinary. Do three. Like I said, we live in the age of social media, so be attentive. Be attentive to your date, your valentine. Give them your undivided attention. Leave the phones alone. Enjoy each other's conversation and company. The last doom is for the single listeners again. Get out and party and enjoy yourself as well. Not having a valentine doesn't mean you have to be in your house with your lights off like a pedophile on Halloween. Get up with your girls, get up with your boys, your single friends, and test shit up. Enjoy life. Enjoy friendship. Enjoy love. This week's album of the week comes from Inglewood Rapper by the name of D Smoke. D Smoke's latest album, Black Habits, is this week's album of the week. I've been listening to a lot more West Coast music recently, and this album is up there at the top. Black Habits gives you that authentic California vibe. D Smoke rhyme scheme is profound. His wordplay and his kindred-like flow definitely brings the West Coast to life of a bunch of mid-tempo beats. A very sofa album that talks about black pride, black love, being connected with God, and also he gives a few rounds in Spanish. This is one of the best albums I heard thus far this year. This album has features from Jill Scott, Ari Lennox, and D Smoke's brother, Sir. I recommend everyone go check out this. It's heat. Fire. I hope you all have enjoyed the show as much as I did recording it. Don't forget to tell your family and peers to download, subscribe, and share soul for thoughts podcast. Look to the right of this episode. And if you see an arrow, plus sign, or cloud, tap it and download this episode. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Soulful Thoughts Podcast. And until next time, keep those thoughts soulful. Love.